deep beneath the ground in an unhallowed network of tunnels and caves sit four figures cooking something on a campfire. One smiles, cloaked in violet. Another laughs and sharpens a borrowed blade. A third leans back, strange and gaunt. And a fourth fakes a smile as he tries to flex his missing arm. Velma, how did we get here? <laughs> fun bluegrass music, fun bluegrass music, fun bluegrass music. <laughs> uh, okay. Hello, and welcome to Side Character Quest, an actual play podcast where the player, the one player, uh, flicks again. off the DM. Do it again. Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hello, and welcome to Side Character Quest, a one-on-one... Oh, fuck everything! Welcome back okay. to Side Character Quest, where the host is incapable of introducing the podcast and relies on the guest to do all the heavy lifting. I'm your side character guest, Eli, and with you, as usual, is your side character host... This would be Ty. Hello, everybody. I said too many ums. Can we do that again? Yeah, you can do it again, but I also cut out ums. Did you know that? Uh, Fuck, I didn't know that. Yeah, you know how many ums are in the show already? That's because I I cut out so many others. You don't even know. When you look back and you see uh, less ums in the sand, that's when Ty carried this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you ready to keep, you want to keep going or do you want to actually re-record that? Uh, let me do it again. I think okay. it'll be good. Welcome to Side Character Quest, where the, god damn it. I keep thinking five sentences ahead of me. I, the first one was probably the best one, but here we go. Welcome to Side Character Quest, the podcast where the host relies on the side character guest to do all the heavy lifting. I'm your side character guest, Eli, and with you as usual is your side character host. That would be me, Ty. Hello, everyone. I welcome I welcome thee into this adventure. Pull up a chair. Pull up a chair, friend. Greetings, adventurer. You look Greetings. weary. <laughs> Come uh, share some meat at my fire. Listen, guys, the last couple of episodes have been kind of intense. And although I have been expecting this episode to be intense for years, and maybe that's why it's taken so long to get to, I've I've decided I'm just going to have a great time with it. You down, you down for that, Eli? Fuck yeah. I'm here to have fun and um, also make sad content. Let's do it. (laughs) Yes, I want to earn that sad content by coming in hot with a good attitude. I'm here. I'm here to make sad content served up with a smile. That's the side character quest promise. Sad character uh, quest. Sad character quest. Although I guess, in a way, happy character quest because a friend that we thought was long dead isn't dead yet. <laughs> uh, all right, you ready to get into the show, Eli? Yeah. Are we gonna introduce anything? I mean, I guess. Oh fuck. Listeners Should know we? who I am. Um, I'm Eli. Uh, I played Eric, Sir Roderick, and Lore. And in one glorious live episode, I also got to play Alton. So that was fun. Oh, that was yeah, was that was a very good time. You also uh, have DM'd a couple of episodes, but um. 
how about we just say, uh, screw all that noise. What's important here is the, the Sir Roderick part because uh, you're coming back. I'm you're back, coming baby. back. I'm back. back this is the, the longest held secret in side character quest history. Yes. I'm back. I'm back. He's back. Yeah. Our baby boy's back. <laughs> right. You want me to hit you with a uh, last time on side character quest? Oh, I. Yes. Yes. Please hit me with that side that that last time. It's not last time. The first time on side character quest. So I played Sir Roderick, a human paladin from South Bend who was overall just a nice guy, you know, kind of goofy, overly prepared for combat and missions. No one really expected him to go on big missions. Well, he did. He went on a big-ass mission. He fell underground, saw a lot of skeletons. He thought those skeletons were evil. He killed a lot of skeletons. I've spent the last four years in real time uh, listening to how those skeletons are just people, and maybe I shouldn't (laughs) have killed them uh, with no hesitancy. Um, and then, uh, I guess Roderick got what he had coming to him because a big skeleton came in on a horse and killed him. Or so we thought. So, you ready to, uh, jump on it? Do you have any, any questions? Any, need any reminders of anything? Um. Or do you want to just go in? I think we should just I go think in. I got it. I feel like I've okay. been living this lie for so long that I'm almost afraid to let go. Yeah. And. I, I, I feel you. <laughs> Yeah, so I guess we should better we better do it like while I'm still feeling feeling like I'm ready to come clean about our terrible life. Images swim through your mind. Stone tunnels cast in blue light, a knight in rusted armor, Velma running to you and you yelling for her to just get away with the girl. You wake up. Oh, that's the end of the narration. (gasps) (laughs) Uh, What do you do? I open my eyes and kind of take stock. How am I, where am, where am I, I'm, Hey Ty. Yep. Was this all a dream? Was the entire first Roderick arc a dream? Uh, and I'm actually safe in my home. Man, that would have been kind of kind of fun, but I feel like I start with uh, dream sequences too often. So no, that is not the case. Okay. Um, Roll me a uh, perception check with disadvantage. Roderick doesn't need disadvantage to fail perception checks, Ty. That's a three. You can tell basically one thing, and that is that you hurt all over and that you are completely exhausted. If, if I had to quantify that level of exhaustion, I would say exhaustion level five. Ooh, that's not good. Yeah. That's pretty bad, actually. It's pretty bad. For, for people at home, that means that uh, he has disadvantage on all abili- ability checks, his speed is halved, his disadvantage on attack rolls and saving throws, his hit point maximum is halved, and his speed is not just halved, it's reduced to zero. He cannot move. I moan out, and I am going to attempt to cast Cure Wounds on myself. So yeah, so I lift my my holy symbol that I keep around my arm mm-hmm. and uh, to my chest and say, Lumen, heal me with your light. 
and I heal. By the way, you're starting with one hit point. Well, I'm starting with four hit points now, Ty, okay. so. Perfect. And then I say, that wasn't enough. <laughs> yeah, you lay there for a while, and it's it's cool. The air is cool around you. The lighting is fairly low, and you don't hear anything or anyone around you. Uh, do you do anything else? Hello? Nope, that's not that. You got me infected with a sad voice. <laughs> Hello? Is anyone here? Ooh, that hurt. Hello? You don't get a response. Okay. I am going to use all my abilities right up at the bat, and I am going to uh, hold my holy symbol to my head and use my divine sense and see if I can sense any celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet of me that is not in total cover. Okay, total cover includes like walls and such, right? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, you do not get any sense of anyone nearby. Okay, I guess. And, and let me let me be clear when I say you, you are you are can barely move at all at this point. Okay, I just yell, "I'm going back to sleep." <laughs> if there's someone who wants to kill me, that's that's fine. I'm going back to sleep, and I go back to sleep. You go, you lay there for a while in pain, but. It doesn't take long for the exhaustion to overtake you and you fall asleep. And that's been side character <laughs> quest. I've been your side character guest, Eli. Uh, your eyes open back up. Um, you're not sure exactly how much time has passed, but uh, you feel a little bit fresher. Uh, you're at exhaustion level four now. Okay, so with exhaustion level four, I can move now, correct? Yes, you can move. I am going to, uh, Am I? do I have a blanket on or something? Uh, yeah, so you reach up to your chest um, and feel that there is a blanket over your bare upper body. You feel your legs, uh, you're wearing sort of linen pants. Uh, loose linen pants. You're not wearing shoes or anything like that. Uh, and you are on a slab, like a metal slab. Oh. Well, this is why I wasn't getting good sleep. I'm on a metal slab. I mean, I know I like my mattresses a little stiffer, but <laughs> but come on. And uh, I attempt to move my legs over the side and wrap the blanket around my torso. You swing your legs onto the you know ground and your feet hit the kind of damp, very cold stone floor. Um, it's dirty. And as you start to wrap the blanket around yourself, you notice something missing. Uh, what's mi- hey Ty, what's yeah, what's go ahead and tell me what's missing. Your uh, your arm is missing. Which arm is it? I believe we've discussed. I said I move my holy symbol, which I keep on my right arm, to my chest, and you didn't stop me, so um, my left arm is missing. Looking at it, you see that there's um, bandages uh, wrapped around the stump where your arm used to be. There's also, uh, you notice, there's some sort of like gel, some sort of paste or salve 
spread over your chest. Um, but that's that's all that you all that you can tell. Where is my arm? Is there no one in this room who can tell me? I don't know. I'm asleep. I must be asleep, or else this wouldn't hurt. And then I slap the stub of my arm. Uh, <laughs> you take one damage, uh, and it stings like hell. I pass um, out. <laughs> passes out easily. All right, you uh, you pass out. You wake up um, to the sound of a door closing. Hello? You don't hear a response. Oh, exhaustion level three. Oh, nice. Getting, getting stronger. Yeah. If someone is there, can you please, before I open my eyes, tell me that my arm is still attached to my body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will take your silence as a reassuring, <laughs> yes, Sir Roderick, you do still have your arm and thus can still wield the shield that you have used to protect yourself in battle now and maintain the position of a knight that you have always known yourself to be. Okay, good, this is reassuring. I open my eyes and I look around. Uh, looking around this cell, um, well, roll me a roll me a perception check again. You still, I believe, you still have a disadvantage on this. Oh, it's still a five. All right. Looking around the room, you can tell you're in this cold, uh, dank stone and metal cell. Beyond that, uh, you notice the the front of the cell has bars, uh, metal bars, and then there is a um, a platter slid through a slot near the front of the cell. Oh, I'm in like a prison prison. Looks like it. I never thought I'd see the inside of a cell like this, but at least I have both my arms and I quickly move my <laughs> left arm in front of me. Oh, no, no. Uh, yeah, you see a stump still wrapped. The bandages look fresh. Um, they don't look like they're the same bandages as yesterday. You can also see a little bit of a, like, orange paste, like, seeping through the bandages. Okay. One, one where problem. does the, where does the, where does the, where does your arm end? Is it bef uh, above or below the elbow? I think... It will be above the elbow. Ah, uh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, thus basically preventing me from using that arm even as like a, like I can't strap a shield to it. Yeah. Is, I guess I could, but it wouldn't really be useful. You'd need some sort of like very intense prosthetic, a prosthesis of some sort. Yeah. Okay. And then he's going to close his eyes and think for the first time. He's going to sit there. He's going to be like, okay, okay. Let's think. Don't let No, don't let Never fear to act. 
The caution is what? No, I treat others with fairness. No. Be responsible for your... And he's gonna look at that platter. Is there food on the platter? You see um, some, yeah, there's some, there's some food. Never fear to act, though caution is wise. And he's gonna walk up and he's gonna, what, what kind of food is it? Um, it looks like some pickled vegetables, uh, some sort of like brown cube and then some moldy flatbread. Okay, I am going to... Maybe moldy's not the right word. Very old looking flatbread. Stale? Stale, like very, very, very stale, like dried out. Okay, Um, so I'm going to look at that. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to hold my holy symbol over it and say, Lumen, make that what is impure, pure in your light. Radical! I'm going to purify food and drink. Oh, so good. <laughs> okay, so read me exactly what that does. All non-magical food and drink within a five-foot radius sphere centered on a point of your choice within range is purified and rendered free of poison and disease. Let me pull up what, there's a link to what purified specifically means. That link leads to nothing. Okay. <laughs> um, so do you eat it? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to ask that so so this stuff is not going to harm you. Well, I don't like the way you said that because that sounds like it will harm me. But I want you to roll me a Constitution saving throw. Constitution. Which I, I believe throw. you as a as exhaustion level three. Do you have disadvantage on that? God damn it! Damn it! Well, let me tell you what I rolled. I rolled a, tw- a crit twenty and a five total. Okay. Uh, I was basically trying to make sure that you didn't get that. I was basically trying to see if you got a crit twenty or a crit one. I got a crit twenty, but it yeah. doesn't count. So you you eat this, and it, there's some vegetables like peppers, carrots. The brown cube turns into what looks like old butter, and then the bread looks a lot more uh, edible than it did before, and it still tastes really stale and gross. But it doesn't make you sick, and yeah, you get a you get a nice uh, tummy tummy full. Okay, so then Roderick looks at the platter, mm-hmm. and he says again to himself, "Never fear to act, though caution is wise." And he's gonna grab the platter, and he's gonna go lay down in bed with the platter. He's gonna put the he's gonna as best as he can pull the blanket over himself with the platter in his grasp under the blanket. Nice. And I'm going to close my eyes and pretend to sleep. I imagine he pretends to sleep until it is clear that no one is going to come in here for like hours, you know? Okay. Yeah, you wait and you occasionally hear sounds uh, that sound like they're coming from another room, maybe footsteps, echoes, that sort of thing but you don't hear any voices, you don't hear that door open again, uh, nothing like that. Okay, then I guess I he, he, he probably, because he has three points of exhaustion, yeah. which is the equivalent of staying up three days in a row mm-hmm. with no sleep, so I imagine he just eventually does go to sleep.
your eyes open again uh, to to more noise than you've heard in the past four days. You, first of all, let me just say, you have exhaustion level two now. Hell yeah. Um, you would not have gotten to level two had you not found a way to eat that food without it making you sick. Yay, purify food so and drink. Good, good job. All right, so uh, you hear movement happening down the hall from you, um, from where you're standing right now. Although you can't quite make uh, make out what's going on from the bed. Okay. I'm going to, he's going to open his eyes and look around the room and see, is there anyone in the room? Can I tell if anyone's in the room? Roll me a perception check. You can definitely, let me just say, you can definitely tell that there are people, there's at least a person down the hall a little bit from you. Y'all like this? Y'all like this sound? Is this good for everyone? That's the sound of me rolling with disadvantage because I got two die in my hand. All right, that's a solid six. All right, uh, you can tell that you you hear um, a sound uh, as if a cell next to you, to the left of your cell, gets the door open, and then you hear as something gets thrown in there, then the door closes, and you see two people wearing guards' uniforms walk in front of you, um, carrying a bag. Then you hear a the door to your right, the cell to your right, door open. Something gets thrown into there, door closes. And then you see them walk past the cell again and out of the hall. Excuse me, excuse me. Uh, they stop and they turn to look at you. There are two figures, um, one is about 6'10", or sorry, <laughs> not 6'10", 5'10", the other's about like 5'5", five, five, somewhere in that range. Um, both of them are wearing uniforms that look like the, vaguely like the knight that you fought some time ago. They look at you with and are those same skeletal figures that you saw before your fight. Okay, I think Roderick was somewhere in his mind expecting them to be like, human guards mm-hmm. and was going to try to like there's been a misunderstanding I too am law enforcement and then when they turn around he's like oh, what in Lumen's light is happening here what are you one of them holds out their hand and points a finger at you um, through the bars and just sort of gestures jabs as you see their jaw moving but you hear nothing let me out of here or I will bring down Lumen's holy wrath upon this whole place. The other one uh, turns to the first one and waves their hands, holds their hands up on either side of their head, their face, and sort of waves their hands like this. And you see their mouth open and close in a mocking gesture, very clearly a mocking gesture. And then they both turn and walk out of the room. gonna be okay you're not gonna be this you are a holy knight of lumen it's gonna be okay you're not going to waste away in a cell guarded by skeletons it's fine you'll get out your we can i'll get out of here um hello is someone else in this predicament that i'm in you hear uh, some shuffling sounds in the cell to your left. Hello? 
My name is Sir Roderick of South Bend. The sounds uh, continue. And looking at the side of the cell, you, you notice something that you hadn't noticed before, which is uh, although the, the floor, back wall, and ceiling are all stone, the side walls are made of the same metal as the bars. It's just like a, a flat panel of metal. And running along the bottom of the cell is a crack maybe three or four inches wide. Okay, I guess I get down on my knees and try to look as best as I can and try to look through the crack. Hello? You see a pair of shoes and a pair of, and, and a pair of pants uh, on the other side of the crack. Hey, he got to keep his, they, they got to keep, keep their shoes. Yeah, well, I'm they didn't here. need medical care. Oh, yeah, that's fair enough. Fair enough. Hey, I, I see someone's there. Who are you? Are you also someone, you know, here for the good of all and caught by these nefarious monsters? Uh, you see a skeletal hand touch the ground as this person leans over and uh, peeks their head through the crack to look through the crack at you. Oh. <laughs> they also jump back a little bit in surprise when you do that. But then they, as you're you're standing up a little bit, you see a hand, that hand, reach underneath and you see it just sort of make a grasping motion. I say, hmm, well that's, hello there. And I, I don't have anything for you. Are you trying to get out? Sorry, are you trying to get out? I'm not used to being on this side of the law. <laughs> I assume, based on your appearance, you are very used to this side of things. Uh, their hand pulls back, and what what would they do next? Uh, their hand sticks back out a moment a moment later, and you see them make a few quick gestures. Roll me a. Um, I was about to say, should I do an insight check or something to see what they need? What they uh, no, roll me a, I think this would be a history check. History check. Yes, and you are level two now, so I think, so you don't, is that correct? I'm level four. No, level two exhaustion. Oh, okay, I was about to say, bitch, don't try to <laughs> de-level me. No, uh, level two exhaustion, right? So you yes. don't you don't have disadvantage now, right? That is incorrect. Oh, level one exhaustion is, Disadvantage on skill checks. Damn. Okay, never mind then. <laughs> That's a crit fail, baby. <laughs> uh, you don't know what the fuck they're doing. Uh, you don't recognize it at all. Wait, I've heard of this. Is this thieves can't? Because I thieves can't. Not. <laughs> uh, you. You sort of hear a plop, and then you hear the sound of their skull sort of like um, tap against the metal panel as they sort of like slump in uh, exhaustion, like sit down and are leaning against the, the wall of their cell. Yeah. I checked the other side of the cell. Is it a similar thing? Because you said that someone was put in on one side and then on the other. Yeah, so uh, do, you, do you look through or do you just like yell out? 
Yeah, I look through. Okay, um, you look through the other side of the cell, and there is, um, you don't see another person. You just see, like, a bag. Things. I could use things. Okay. Okay. Okay, Roderick. You've never had to do a jail break before, but never be, never fear to act. The caution is wise. Hey, bud. You, uh, you got any, uh, experience? Jailbreaking? <laughs> um, you see their face peek out in that, through that little crack along the floor. Because, I don't know if you know this, I'd rather not be in prison. I am on an important quest for the town of South Bend, and I have to make sure that it is done correctly. I have to make sure that my ally Velma made it safely. Now, can I trust you? They sort of tilt their head and appear to, mm, they appear to be maybe appraising you, and then they nod slowly. Okay, good. Do you have anything of use on you? I have one dinner platter. <laughs> they just sort of hold out empty hands, mm -hmm. and they they make a few more quick gestures at you. I'm so sorry. I don't understand what you're trying to communicate with these gestures. If you could do it slowly. <laughs> um, they put their hand uh, to their chin, and you notice for the first time that their jaw uh, is half missing. Oh. And they kind of look, uh, have that sort of pensive look, the thinker look. And are we like laying down horizontally so that we can see each other through this three inch gap? Like Pretty just, much. Hey, hey, bud, what you thinking about? Skeleton stuff? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm sort of imagining, <laughs> what I've been picturing is Roderick with his head basically pressed against the gap and this person like sort of sit seated next to it. That's fair, that's yeah. fair. So that their hands are free. Okay. Hmm. I think I have an idea. Uh, Ty, on the other side of the cell, where mm -hmm. I can see the bag, yep. is the bag against the wall by any chance? Like, could I touch the bag under that gap? I, I don't know that you could reach through and grab it with your hands, no. It's not that close. Okay, friend, or current temporary ally, I'll call you. I'll call you Cat. Uh, they shake their head at you. Now, how about, I don't know. I can't think of a joke humorous enough for this one. It's a little, that's a little bone humor for you, joke. Or, <laughs> that's a little bone humor for you, Ty. Um, okay, well, uh, you. I'm gonna try my idea, and I think it might work. And if it works, I'll come and get you, and we can maybe work together, although everything in me says probably not, but we'll see what happens. Nice. Um, so I am going to, 
and try an oldie but goodie tie. I am going to yell, oh, my arm. <laughs> I think it's infected. <laughs> I need a doctor, please. Oh. And then I'm going to get on top of the, uh, or I'm going to get by the door and I'm going to sit on the dinner platter. So it's uh, high, hidden under um, Rog- Sir Roderick's uh, donk of an ass and uh, wait to see if someone comes by to help me. Uh, do me a performance check. Okay. Okay. I'm assuming it was still a disadvantage because I'm yes. exhausted. Okay. Okay. We're do- going somewhere. I rolled a 19 and a 15. Ooh. So that is a total of a 17. Okay. All right. Consummate performer. Fun fact, before he became a paladin, Roderick wanted to be an actor. <laughs> oh, that's canon now. That's canon now. I be- I I totally 100% believe that that you went to like some theater show in Cirque with your dad and your grandpa. Your grandpa took you there. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Oh, Grandpa Cedric. Oh goodness. All right. Um I hope they all don't think I'm dead and are ruining the image of Lumen and the <laughs> church all across all across our good land to try to find me. That probably hasn't happened yet. Oh god. In this part of the timeline. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Um you hear the door open to the room again and you see one of those guards walk over and like hit the uh, bars to yourself. Please, I need a doctor. My arm. Roll me a um, deception I already, check. I already did a performance check, Ty. That was to get their attention. This is to this is gonna be contested, but you will have advantage, which will cancel out the disadvantage. The reason I say that is because you are so fucking miserable looking that it's very believable that you would actually need a doctor. That's fair enough. Yeah. Would you believe that I don't have proficiency in deception? Oh, what? Yeah, that's going to be a six. <laughs> they got a seven. No! <laughs> so they sit there for a little while. They're like, maybe. Mm, Probably not. No. And then they uh, they turn and walk out. And as they walk, they like smack their their cudgel against one of the the bars one of the bars of my cell uh the of uh, the other person's cell almost said I their hope, name i hope that's the one that george crushes skull i hope it's the same fucking guards uh oh yeah <laughs> i forgot that you've listened to that okay so i guess i yelled down towards the bar or the bars that the guard just smacked snapped mm-hmm. and it was like hello is someone else down there uh that they smacked um the uh, uh, bars of the person, yeah. There, as far as as far as you can tell so far, and I'm telling this to you, Eli. There are three cells in uh, in this room. There's uh, these three cells that are all next to each other. You're in the center cell, and there's a like hallway that is going along the wall. Ty, let's not sell ourselves short here. There huh? could be four. They, there could be. There could be. There could be a fourth. Okay. Um. I guess I say okay. I'm going to go back to sleep. Because I don't know if you can tell with my impressive physique. Roderick wouldn't say that. I don't know if you can tell, but I'm very, very tired and very injured, and I'm not having a very good day. And I don't know if I've ever had a good day, the right things have been going. So I'm going to go back to sleep. And you, I want you to think of an idea and also a way to convey that idea to me. 
All right, that's on you. And then Roderick is gonna go to sleep. You hear a, a bang bang as they knock against the uh, the metal plating in your room in confirmation. Okay. And uh, you go to sleep. You wake up the next day. You have not regained a level of exhaustion because you didn't end up getting fed. Oh, sons of bitches. Yeah, right? It's almost like humans need food. I know. Weird. As you get up, you hear that same knock-knock on the uh, side of the wall. I, I roll off the bed and I say, that was not a very restful sleep. Have you come up with a plan? You see a, um, a finger, one of those uh, little skeletal flangey, point and tap at the ground under the wall in that little, that little space where you've been peeking through. Okay, I guess I peek through. Yeah, and when you peek through, you see there's a, uh, the person has scratched into the, um, into the stone. They've scratched the word bag, question mark. Your bag is on the other, is in the cell on the opposite side of you. So like, let's say for argument's sake that you are on my right side, your bag is on the left side of me. I cannot reach it. Let's say the opposite, just because that's how I've been keeping a track in my brain. Yes, that's right. Let's say that you are on my left side. The bag is on my right side. I cannot reach it from where I am, but it's there. They uh, they give you a thumbs up. Um, hey, do you have any food in there? They look over and you know there's a moment of waiting, and then you see a tray pop out under the crack, and it has the same look sort of food that you had before. Yes, and I I do the same thing. Lumen, may that which is unclean be clean in your light. Purify food and drink, and I eat and I say. Uh, Thank- roll me a Constitution saving throw, just to make sure you don't get a, a crit one. Uh, no, I got a 10 and a 12. And I, I leave some for him. Okay. Or her. Them? Them. Them's the proper word. Wait. I, let, you know what? Let me take that again so you yes. can just use this. I leave some for them. And I, uh, you know, about half, half and half. And I say, I don't know if you need this, but if we're going to be allies, we need to be, you know, tip-top strength. They wave their hand in sort of a dismissive gesture and push it back under towards you. I push it back and say, um, treat others with fairness and let your honorable deeds be an example to them. Do as much good as possible while causing the least amount of harm. I cannot take all your food if you require food. They, uh, you see them, um, they stand back uh, in their cell and sort of gesture for you to look at them peek through the uh, through the bottom of the cell. Okay, I'm looking at them. And they pull up their shirt a little bit so you can see their belly, uh, or where it would be if they had, you know, a human belly. And they stick their hand straight into it. Okay, you son of a bit. No. <laughs> okay, okay, listen. Do you know that you're a, like, wait a Okay. Are you? They give a sharp nod. I feel like we haven't addressed this. Are you and everyone around here sentient? Uh, she, uh, the, the person gives a, another sharp nod. Okay. 
and just mm. Roderick's eyes get really wide and he's like do you have what most people would consider thoughts feelings and desires nod 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 Roderick hurls just immediately. Oh, God. Uh, they, um, you have, like, backed away from the crack and are, are heaving, probably dry heaving, honestly, and they get over to the crack um, of that you had just been looking through and kneel down and look through and are just sort of, like, waving to try to get your attention. Wait, wait. Do you all know? Do, I mean, you know you're a skeleton. This is this is okay. They they nod again. Uh, and and everyone knows that they're skeletons, and thus they shake their under, head. Okay, but you're all servants of some dark master, right? They stick their hand through and just do the eh hand symbol, where they wobble it back and forth. That is not. <laughs> that is neither an answer nor the answer that I needed right now. I needed to hear, yes, Sir Roderick, we are but slaves to the Dark Lord Knox, and thus shall be smited. Smote? They shake their head. Okay. So let's say someone walked into a bar full of people like you. Mm hmm and started crushing skulls, let's say at random, just for argument's <laughs> sake, they would be forgiven because clearly everyone is some sort of undead servant of the Dark Lord or necromancy or some sort. This is correct, right? Uh, you. They just kind of stare at you for a moment without moving and then their, their sort of rib cage and shoulders like expand and raise up and then, <sighs> Roderick's not having an okay day. <laughs> yeah. Roderick is learning that these uh, skeletons have uh, thoughts, feelings, ambitions, goals, uh, motives of their own. Does it um, feel good? So Roderick's coming to terms with what Eli's had to come to terms with over the past few years. That Roderick did defo just smash the skulls of just honest, hardworking, blue-collar citizens of an underground society for no reason. Um, okay, okay, okay. Everyone knows their skeleton? They shake their head no. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go back to sleep, and I'm going to hope that the food I ate has made me a little bit stronger to live in the world in which I have been living now for an undetermined amount of days because I think I'm realizing that I'm not strong enough for this and I'm going to go to sleep now. Good whatever time it is. And then he crawls back in bed and goes back to sleep. So you were exhaustion level two, right? I was, yes. Okay, so that was day five, correct? Yeah, and okay. I ate food that time. Now yes. I did puke, so I don't know if it counts. I, I'm that was. I don't want to punish you for the flavor. Mm, I could give you inspiration for that. Okay, it's hey, that's between you and your, you know, your lumen. I think I your 
Hey, between you and your God King. I feel like this is the exact situation. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I give you inspiration, but you do not go up to level to exhaustion level one. Fair enough. Fair enough. You know, I I have to say. He says this with his eyes closed. My entire life, I have assumed that there is a kind, loving, and all-benevolent God. And I have worshipped them and followed in their ways. And I just found out yesterday that I killed a large number of people who weren't just monsters. And I'm unhappy with this. And Lumen, if you could give me a sign... I think we can be okay. I want you to roll me a religion check. With disadvantage, because I'm exhausted. Yeah. You're asking you're you're asking for a sign from a deity. Yes. You will get you if if there is a sign to give, you will get it if you get a nat twenty. A critical fail. <laughs> okay. Okay, let me think for a moment. Let me think. I've got to give you something terrible. Right as you finish saying that, you hear the sounds of your cell open, and you open your eyes to see those two soldiers from before. They they walk in. One of them's carrying a cudgel, and the other one is picking up the two platters that you still have in your cell. God damn it. Or I guess there's the one platter, and then there's the one that you had missing. Yeah. Okay. That you still have on you. But the other one is going to walk over and just try to uh, cudgel you in the head. That would be a 14 to hit. Oh, I'm not in my armor, am I? No, you're not. Oh, jeez. You're in linen pants. So that is a... Oh, fuck. Hold on. I gotta do... I mean, I have chainmail armor normally. Okay, so it's 10 plus my dex mod. So that is a nine. So yeah, my AC is a nine. So you just fucking nailed me. This person nails you in the head, dealing three damage. And then uh, while you are reeling, unless you're gonna do something immediately, they just walk out uh, carrying the tray. Friend in the next cell, I don't know if you're listening to me because I'm not getting out of bed today, but we're getting the hell out of here. You hear, and that is Roderick's first curse word. Oh! <laughs> you hear a thud, thud uh, on the wall in confirmation. Heck yes! And then he goes back to sleep. All right. You wake up the next day, unless you want to do something specifically. I'm I'm gonna fast forward a little bit. Is that that cool? Yeah. Okay. So you wake up the next day still exhausted and you don't get any food that day. The day after that, uh, you wake up and uh, one of the guards around the middle of the day, you assume, it's hard to tell down here, brings you a tray of food. Does the guard come in my cell? The guard does not come in the cell. They just slide the tray through the slot in the door and um, they stand there for a moment. Okay, is this jail cell, is this like bars? Like The front of the jail cell, just the, the front that is, you know, that has the door in it, uh, has bars. The door itself 
is a metal panel mm. that has um, a bar, a, a like slot in the bottom to slide these uh, platters through. I see. So I could not reach my arm through the bars of the cell and grab the guard. No, not when they're delivering the food. Okay, gotcha. You could have that one time that they pointed at you angrily or mockingly. Yeah, but we were still in good boy Roderick mode. <laughs> All right. I go up and I grab the food and I look at the guard and I point at, well, I can't both. I grab the food and I scooch it away and then I use my hand to point at the guy, the guard. They just look at you and then turn and walk away. And I say, yeah, you do that. You don't want any of this. Y'all are all too weak. None of you can withstand me with my huge flesh muscles. <laughs> You're all skeletons! With families and people who care about you. You hear a knock knock. Who's there? Uh, a sad Rytrick. A second platter <laughs> slides from the other cell into your cell. Thanks. Again, the food is gross, but it's edible. Yeah, could he, like, theoretically pick around the moldy parts and just eat it without casting a spell. Yeah, so so the first, um, it, it seems like the stuff has actually gotten a little bit fresher, but it's, it's also like a weird mix of, um, like there's some sort of indiscernible meat that is that looks like it is fresh meat. Okay. And then there's also some like mushrooms that are, are like, sliced in on there, but there's also the some of the same stuff that was there before that looks just as inedible as it did before. So there's like butter, uh, pickled carrots, pickled peppers, um, some really gross looking bread, that sort of stuff. Okay, I think Roderick just eats the fresh meat and fresh looking mushrooms. Okay. Uh, you feel you feel pretty, you get, you're able to get between your meal and the uh, meal of the person to the side you hear, uh, you're able to get a pretty good fill. I say, thank you. Um, they stick their hand through and give a thumbs up. So, uh, what's your name? Uh, they, you see their hand make a few more quick gestures, but then they stop halfway through and they pull their hand through and then you hear some scratching sounds. Can I do an insight? Well, I guess I'm still exhausted, but can I try to do an insight check Insight check and see if they are using some sort of sign language? Uh, sure. Insight would be fine, I think. I will allow or, it. Or was that the history check that you were trying to give me? That was the, hist that was the history check, but I, I will allow an insight uh, because it's sort of like, are you, are you trying to convey some sort of like knowledge as if you're talking as opposed to just making weird gestures? And I, I still have at least one point of exhaustion, correct? Uh, yes, I think at this point, you were, this is the first time you've been fed since that bad time. Since the bad days, the bad Since day. the bad days. Okay. So you're, you're, at, you're still at level two, I think? Gotcha. Oh, I rolled 213, so that is a 14 insight check. Gotcha. Yeah, you can tell this person it it's, does not seem to be, like the way they pulled their hand 
way at the way they stopped, it felt to you in that moment the way that somebody would stop mid sentence if they realized somebody wasn't understanding them. Mm. Okay, I say um, insight. <laughs> I'm sorry, friend. Um, I never learned common sign, sign language. language. Yeah, I um, I apologize. That is a fault in my own education. I will try to learn it in the future, maybe, if I have a future, and if I can do so with just the one hand. Um, and then I look to see what they've written on the uh, for their name. You see the name written down, Treya Kupram. Those are two words. This is not a language, I understand. This is a different alphabet. <laughs> no, it, it is actually in uh, common. Okay. Treya. Treya Kupram? Uh, you hear those two reassuring knocks on the door, on the thing. I'm gonna have to find a good sounding sound effect for that. Right, like, uh, nope, this is full of water. <laughs> um, okay, Treo, so, got any thoughts on how we're going to get out of this? Um, you hear them sort of shuffle down the, the wall a little bit, and then they tap their finger hard, uh, on where they had written on the ground, bag. Do you have a way for me to get the bag? They stick their hand through and point at the uh, platters. Okay, I have an idea. Can you, and if this is insensitive, I'm very sorry. <laughs> I'm not, I know you may this not know this going. about me. I'm not comfortable. I hate it. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, you may not realize this, but I am um, new to having positive interactions with people with your <laughs> predicament. <laughs> so if this is insensitive again, I, I apologize. Can I borrow your arm? <laughs> oh, they pull their arm quickly back. Okay, I see I've offended and I apologize. So the platters. How far away is this bag? Can I logically move the platter or like use the platter to extend my reach to the bag? Looking through, you think you probably could. Okay. Wait, is this a dirt floor? Uh no, it is a um brick floor. There is some dirt. Like I did say it was dirty. So like no. if you no. no? Okay. I was thinking maybe I could burrow oh, out. Oh, dig? Yeah. Oh, that would have been good. Well, anyways, I grab the platter, and I try to finagle getting the bag out. Cool. Uh, you are able to, uh, you stick your hand through, and you, you can't reach all the way, um, but then you uh, use a platter and stick through, and are able to sort of, like, lock it over the top of the, the bag and sort of pull it slowly towards you. Okay. Is the whole bag able to come under the door, or is it like stuck? Or the, the cell like wall? A, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it's able to, like, you, you kind of have to shift some stuff around in the, you know, the contents, um, but the gap between the wall and the floor is about, is roughly four inches, and with some finagling, you're able to pull the bag through. Okay, 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 okay. I, you know what? I'm gonna stop talking, and we're gonna communicate incognito. 
and then he brings the bag over to the other side um, to Treya, mm-hmm. and he says he knocks on the the wall to signal that he has the bag. Okay, they uh, they knock back lightly. Okay, so here is wink. You know. <laughs> they they in his and that is him attempting thieves can't. Just... <laughs> they uh they stick their hand under and try to grab at the bag. Man, I should have looked in the bag. You still can. I... They haven't get, they haven't taken it yet. Roderick's just gonna go for it. Listen, he's okay. kind of going bad boy, but he's still a good boy at heart. Is the problem? Gotcha. So uh, they take the bag under, and it, it's kind of difficult to uh, to pull through again. Like it's it's difficult to work its way under. But um, after a moment, they are able to pull it through, and uh, you hear them pour out the contents of the bag. And they you do do you look through the the crack to see what they're doing. Yeah, I'm like you. You don't by any chance have like a. Um a hammer in there or yeah so you you look at what she's poured out and um you don't see any weapons you see um you see a little book like a like a notebook sort of thing um as opposed to like a actual like book book um you see um an inkwell uh you see writing implements you see oh, some she's clothes Trey is a nerd uh you see a this sort of green, like boomerang-shaped thing. That's the best that I can think of. But it's it's very it's smaller than a boomerang, and uh, yeah, like there's just a bunch of different like scattered bits and bobs that uh, get poured onto the ground. Through all of that, they their hand goes straight for the green thing, um, which they pick up. Treya, are you a wizard? I am not quite a wizard, but what the fuck? <laughs> As you ask that, that question, that was Roderick's second curse. <laughs> as you ask that question, Treya has attached this green thing to where their missing jaw was, Whoa. and it floats in place as if it was one of these animated uh, bones, um, just like any other animated bone in their body. Whoa, Roderick is like, whoa, <laughs> yeah. I see you're impressed by my my work. Yes, I tried very hard to make the only the finest uh, the finest copper work. Or Wait, copper is this work. a dragonborn skeleton? Sorry, no. Ooh, let me let me work on this. Sorry, it was vaguely French, so I thought oh. maybe. <clears throat> I'm trying to do I'm trying to do Russian. Oh, you're going Russian. Uh, what you're hearing is the passive message cantrip that I have built into my prosthesis. You hear that ringing in your head um, as she uh, speaks to you. Okay. You're hearing. Okay. You're, uh, by the way, you're hearing a. Uh, although it, like I said, it's it's sort of morphed by the magical resonance of it entering your mind. Um, it does sound like a human woman's voice, presumably human. Okay. Um, can I roll an arcane check to know what um, an arcana check to know what Roderick would know about the spell message? Sure. Cool. Uh, uh, 
Am I still at exhaustion level? I guess I'm at one now, right? Because I slept an eight. Yeah, sure. We'll say you're at level one. I I don't remember, so I I think you might be at level two, but it's still fine. rolling with disadvantage. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's an eleven. Do I know anything about this cantrip? You are, Eli knows. Yeah, yeah. You're aware that this is a fairly common magical spell. Um. It, because of the limited range, uh, it's generally not a super useful thing. You might associate it with, I don't know, with with sort of like uh, schoolyard crushes, okay, or with like criminal activity. The people who want to be able to like share talk to each other incognito. Um, gotcha. You, as far as you are aware, you you've never heard of somebody using it in this way. Would Roderick know that he can respond telepathically without talking? I don't think he would, no. Okay, that's fair. I, I have to say that's very impressive. Um, unfortunately, I'm not entirely sure how it gets us out, but it does solve a major communication problem, which I appreciate. And I appreciate you going out of your way to uh, accommodate my lack of understanding of ways to communicate with you. It was not all my life that I had, uh, I've had this device, so I've gotten used to making do with ignorant people like yourself. I, um... I say this as joke. Break the ice. Yeah. It fell flat on Roderick. He is... <laughs> he's not... Hey, Roderick's not normally a jokester anyways, and right now he is, uh, feeling very, uh, insecure of his position in life. Fair. So, um, well, I like the way it kind of fits your whole jaw. So, are you a wizard? I am not a wizard. I am more of a, I am more of an artificer. Oh, Ty, you've been trying to get someone to be an artificer this whole time, and you finally did it. <laughs> Ty, you, hey, be the artificer you wish to see in the world. Have I been trying to get people to be an artificer? I feel I feel like every time I have been involved with someone making a character, you've always been like the base player manual or an artificer. <laughs> uh, and look at you. You you're the art you're your own artificer. I'm so proud. I'm so happy for you. We're we're really coming full circle here. <laughs> um well, um you got any uh I mean this hey, great invention. Awesome. Do you have like a bomb? I think these are just sort of uh, odds and ends that they have uh, confiscated from various prisoners in the past. I, none of the rest of this is mine. Is like a hammer in there? That's not Roger. I feel like I'm slipping <laughs> out of Roderick and Spencer. Is that a ha- That's Roderick. I feel like I fucked up Roderick this whole. Is that a ha- Is there a hammer in there with a boar crest? A boar crest? Oh, are you a soldier? Well, yeah, yes. So, may I ask, uh, how is it that someone from the front lines like yourself uh, has managed to avoid whatever curse has befallen us? Um, there, I mean, yes, I am from the front lines, but I don't know of any, I don't know what curse has affected you. The skeletal, you've been, we've been discussing this for a while. Yes, but this is not a thing that affects most people. It just affects the underground area, as far as I, as far as I know. Okay, so this is 
only affected the under the people in the tunnels. All right. So, so basically, wait, wait, everyone. You're, fa you're familiar with the boar crest. Yes. Let's see. What can you tell me about that? Uh, we're rock. Wait, rock paper scissors to see who gets questions answered first. I, I am rock, paper scissors. <laughs> I am. I am. Patrick chose rock. He always chooses rock. <laughs> I. I'm just wondering how this person react to that. Um, that question. Uh, oh, this is just the symbol of uh, Bregaton. Uh, what am I doing with this voice? What's. What's Bregaton? How How do you not know this? Is that Is that related to like, like I, I've heard you know. Druids in the area refer to brega as a term for nature, but I've never heard reggaeton before. But um, maybe it seems like I have a lot of questions. Perhaps you might have questions that I can answer, but I think right now we need to focus on getting out of this predicament that we are in. Would you agree? It sounds good to me. Okay. Yes. Now, yes. is there a hammer in that bag? I, I believe I've said this maybe a, f a couple of times at this point. I'm not sure how many got cut out, but yes, uh, there is no hammer. Uh, there's no weapons of any kind. I won't lie to you, Treya. I was hoping you found one. No, it's just this... Uh... Uh, and she grabs the, the junk and sort of shoves it under the crack um, into your cell. I, I don't know what any of this is. I look at the junk. Is it anything? Um... Well, there, like I said before, there's sort of... Oh, shit. Is it my priest pack? Is my incense in there? <laughs> there actually is all of your priest pack in there. The it, the bag was not that. It's just sort of the assorted stuff. There's also um, like a shirt, a linen shirt. Oh, yes. <laughs> and um, there's also a, a notebook of some sort. Okay. Uh, so Roderick puts his shirt on, or a shirt on. Is it big enough for him he's a big beefy boy it's uh fitted okay it's it's a tight uh it's it's really shown so it's kind of like it's kind of like steve rogers when he first comes out of the like super soldier serum and that shirt is like hanging on yes yeah. hanging on but but it's also it's also um it's a button-up shirt so it's like oh fuck me ty <laughs> <laughs> so it's just wide open. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He probably goes to button it up and then fumbles with it. <laughs> probably get a couple buttons. It's very hard to button up a shirt with one hand. Well, um, a lot of this is my stuff from the church. And it's not going to be any good to us now. So, um, wait, let me look through. Watch, there's going to be some in this priest pack. Blanket. Candles, an alms box, a tinder box. Is the tinder box still in there? Uh, there is. The tinder box has been taken out. Oh well, damn it. Actually, you know what? No, tinder box, tinder box is there. Whole thing's there. Nice. Anything that's not explicitly weaponry. Is my chainmail there? No, no, no. Oh. There's. Is my horse there? Is pa is yes. sunlight in there? Your horse is in there. It, uh, it inflates like a toy at the fair. <laughs> uh, there's also, I mean, in addition to your own stuff, there's also like a couple of game pieces. And there's also, like I said before, you know, there's that, that notebook and- What's uh, in the fuck? Hey Ty, what's in the fucking notebook? 
you open up the notebook and there's and it is all the lore that every player has ever skipped over in the history of side character quests. Now I'm gonna leave the tinderbox, then accidentally ignites and just burns the whole thing up. I better use this to keep warm, Treya. <laughs> oh, this information? Probably nothing anyone ever wants to hear or should. What's in the fucking notebook, Ty? Uh, uh, flipping open the notebook, um, it's it's got one of those bindings that allows you to like pull open, and there's sort of perforations at the edges, and you can see that there's lots of like crazy symbols and writing on there. Roll me an arcana check. With disadvantage. That's a, oh, damn. Yo, can I posthumously, posthumously, can I? Yeah. <laughs> After the fact, use my inspiration to get rid of that lowest roll. I'm just kidding. Yes. Oh, you will? Then that's a crit 20, I will. baby. Oh, really? I rolled a crit 20 and a three. I shouldn't have allowed that, but I will. I said it. Fuck yeah, I know everything. Guess what, Roger can now multi-classes as a wizard. You know, it's everything. <laughs> no, um, looking at this uh, notebook, you can't tell who made it. Wait. You can't tell exactly. Stop. Yeah. I look up from the notes and I say, Treo, I've been extremely rude. My name is Roderick. <laughs> oh my God, you never said it. I think I yelled it at one point. Yeah. But I say, it is nice to meet you. It is nice to meet you as well, Roderick. My name is Raya Kuprum. I'm a coppersmith. Why the hell are you in here? Sorry. How did it... Questions for later. Questions for later. Unless it's relevant. But questions for later. What do I know about these magic symbols? Okay, so... Everything. Sorry, I know everything. Tell me everything about these symbols. Looking at these, uh, these perforated notebook pieces, you aren't sure exactly how they work but you can tell how to use them. And that's the important piece. Each one of these cards relays to a different magical spell. Okay. When you rip one of the cards out of the notebook and press it against its material component, the spell Ooh. activates. Okay, okay. Do I know what each spell is? And with that, we're gonna end the episode. Oh, Ty, let me do a ma- I, I cast Fireball centered on myself. That's the game! <laughs> uh, with, what, what is the thing I actually say? I don't say, with that, we're gonna end the episode. I, I say, I th and I think that's where we're gonna end it. I that's think what that's I where say. we're gonna end it. And I, I think say, that's where we're gonna end it. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, Ty. Fuck you, Ty. All right. I hope, hey, I hope the yep. material components are a metal wall. <laughs> I am I am very glad that we finally got to do this, Eli. Yeah, we're back, baby. Roderick's we're back. back, baby. I'm back. And oh, hey, Ty. Yeah. You know what? I don't I don't think that you're legally allowed to kill me a second time. <laughs> it's a what is it? What is it called? Double immunity? Not not. Yeah, uh, no, uh, it's a double. No, double jeopardy. Double jeopardy. Double jeopardy. Double jeopardy. Yep, you missed out the first time, and you can't kill me a second time. So I'm that immortal. Dems the rules. I'm immortal, <laughs> and I believe in nothing. Well, I mean, you do know that you have plot armor at least until we get to that. At least until we see Velma and God damn it, I wish I remember that name. Grump, not Grumples. <laughs> 
Grumples or it's me, the little girl. No, no, if you say Grumples, it'll pop up. Hey, everybody, it's me, uh, Grumples. I'm the little girl that Sir Roderick left to die. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited that we're back. I'm excited to play this. What, based on my imagining of it over the past four years, will be the most dramatic uh, side character quest arc. But anyways, let's all just, hey, let's all take a moment of silence. Yep. And just be grateful that we're back in a world where Roger lives again. Yeah. Genuinely, genuinely pretty glad. Yeah. And I have to imagine some people would be. Yeah. Also, if you haven't listened to Roderick's first arc, we should have talked about this at the beginning. Uh, go ahead and splice this in. If you haven't listened to the Sir Roderick's first arc, how have you listened to the rest of it? Because I feel like so much. <laughs> I know. Well, so like the thing that the thing that kills me, Eli, is how do we warn people that they need to listen to Sir Roderick's arc first without spoiling? It would be immediately obvious. You know what that, I like. Yeah. You know how I think what you know what we should do? We should label Sir Roderick's arc as, I don't know, episode one. And then maybe people should listen to podcasts in order and start with episode one. Do you see what I'm saying? Uh, do you see what yes, I'm saying? Yes, I do. I do see what you're saying. That being said, uh I think what we should do is we should name this episode Velma Verbs and Noun. Because then, no, 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 then we have a reason to say Huh? Velma's barely in it. Yes, but then if they if they should be Treya. But if they see if they see the name Velma, then they know why. But that doesn't So for people that actually listen to Roderick's Ark, they see Velma and they're like, oh, this is gonna be about Velma. Velma sharpens her sword and does nothing else. Velma sharpens her sword. Velma sharpens a borrowed sword. Yes. That's yes. That's something. That's That's something. That's something. Or, or just call it, Eli comes back, again. Eli leans away from the mic. <laughs> is this close enough? Do you like this? That's so Do you bad. like this? Is this audio good for you? <laughs> and with that, I think we're going to pitter-patter on out no, of here. No, stop. Stop. We're not pitter-pattering out of here. Every I, think time that the, I, no. I think the mic is like trying to adjust. It is. It is. <laughs> it's adjusted. Every time I've had a different arc, we I've changed what the ending is. The first time it was da 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 da, da. <laughs> and then I came back as lore and it's like let's pitter patter on out of here. So um, this time, you know what we're gonna do? Oh, what are we gonna do? I'm just gonna say, um, well, this has been side character quest. Say, you're, say, you're gesturing. Yeah, I'm saying. So I'm gonna say this is side character quest. You're gonna say I'm Ty. I'm okay, Ty. Is, nope. Fuck. <laughs> this has been side character quest. I'm Ty, and I'm going to sleep. <laughs> I'll workshop it. Okay. Okay. We'll keep keep. All right. This has been side character quest. I'm Ty, and I'm done with this recording. <laughs> okay. That's good. All right. I'm stopping recording. Stopping recording as well. Thanks to the Joy Drops for the use of Not Drunk as our intro and outro music. Find them at thejoydrops.com. You can find us at sidecharacterquest.com, at SCQ Podcast on Twitter, 
or by email at sidecharacterquest at gmail.com. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. mama let me whisper in your ear and tell you about the comedy podcast on natural 20s do we really want to limit ourselves to just saying we're only a comedy podcast you're right we have a lot to offer like intellectual conversations well did you guys know australia once lost a war entirely to emus do you think emus frown upside down because they're in australia like they're below the equator yeah duh health and fitness pasta is great but you usually have a lot of extras but have no fear thigh warm pasta is here plop the bag of leftover pasta on your thighs and eat those puppies like popcorn we have microwaves i have thighs you know what actually we can never decide what we're going to talk about and that's why we leave the fate of each episode up to the rolls of a d20 so download unnatural 20s on your favorite podcast app and roll with us every monday uh, there'll be like a little music playing and then bloopers. Pretty sure. Hey, Ty, is, is, are you hearing a lot? Yeah, I'm hearing it. I'm hearing it. That sounds that sounds absolutely miserable. I hate it. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <I> dislike. Oh. <laughs> uh. Five. Six. Seven. Eight. Nine. Ten. Perfect. Eleven. No. <laughs> What what's frustrating me is there have been times where there's been like a funny uh sync, but the funniness comes from the slow devolution as uh as it goes from you know one to ten. And I I'm often like, I can't include a, a sync up a count of one to ten again. My one of my favorite moments in my recording history was um, I was very intimidated uh, when I was recording with Tucker and uh, Caitlin and Jordan because they all have their own podcasts and are all very funny professionals. (laughs) So when I started trying to sync all four of us, I assumed that that everyone did it with the countdown. So we start counting and there's like a look of, there's a blank look. And I think Caitlin did something just completely off the walls. And then was like, oh, I see what we're trying to do now. And I was like, maybe I should have not assumed anything. If I remember right, I think that she thought it was like one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. Yes. Or something like that. It was something like that. It was it was goofy, but it was fun. So. You should just have every uh, side character guest record a new blooper intro Ooh. so for the for this for this session this is the new one these are them bloops bitch <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm gonna um i think what i'm going to do this session is i'm going to censor every third word you say uh just so that it sounds <laughs> it sounds like you're cursing extra a lot it might work it might just it might it might who knows all right Hold on. Does does this sound like Roderick? Is this Roderick's voice? Does this sound like Roderick? Does this sound like Roderick? Okay, but the thing Hello. is, is it's got to be a bummed uh-huh. Roderick. It's got to be a bummed okay, Roderick. just fuck off. Let's just do this. By Lumen's light. By Lumen's blight, more like it. Damn. Oh. Damn. <laughs>
<laughs> Wait, do I still have Moonbeam? Is Moonbeam still alive? Hey, hey, Eli. Huh? Real talk? Yeah. Real talk? Yeah. I had not thought about that until this exact goddamn moment. Because I, I think I gave the reins to Velma to get away. Yes. Yes, you did. Okay. Okay, okay I had thought about that. Okay, 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 okay. Never mind. I, I just haven't thought about it in a while. Uh, but but yes, I do have a plan for that. Cool. Um, but I, I could change. Things could, things could mix up. Whoa. No one's safe. Hey, what? <laughs> you, it you it actually seems like this uh, arc is going to prove that everyone is actually safe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right, you ready? No, let's do it. N- no one is ever going to be ready with this. Hey, I have a quick clarification question that's probably going to end up in the bloops. Okay. Uh, has it actually been four years? It has been over three years because this we recorded wow. at least wow. since we recorded because we recorded Roger oh, yeah, before we Mallory and I got married and yes. we've been married for over three years now. So gotcha. Oh man, that's crazy. I've been thinking three years for this whole time, um, but you're right. It's probably closer to four now. Uh, your arm is missing. Which arm is it? I believe we've discussed. Well, I think we said my right arm, but earlier yes. as a way to test to see if I still had my arm, I said I move my holy symbol, which I keep on my right arm, to my chest, and you didn't stop me, so um, uh, we can we can retcon and say my left arm, like I let's, lost it. Let, yeah, let's go ahead and say your, your left arm there. Okay, cool. So, um, my left arm is missing. Y'all like this? Y'all like this sound? Is this good for everyone? That's the sound of me rolling with disadvantage because I got two die in my hand. Two die? Is it die or dice for plural? Dice. Dice? Dice, Dice, yeah. You made me doubt myself. You got any uh, experience jailbreaking? Hold on, in case the mic didn't. Jailbreaking? Reach through and grab it with your hands. No, it's not. Well, definitely not with my hands. uh. I said your hands. No. Yeah, no, I'm saying I don't have hands. Oh, (laughs) I. uh, Okay, okay. That took me a moment Um, and took you explaining it to me. Yeah, it wasn't a good joke, apparently. (laughs) So almost said their name. I hope that's the one that George crushes skull. I hope it's the same fucking guards. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot that you've listened to that. Yep. I was like, um, how do you know who George is? George, French George. name. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, George something French. Um, what is unarmored defense 5E? I'm going to bite out of this apple. That's the sound of um, Roderick's skull getting cracked. You hear... And that is Roderick's first curse word. Oh. We're getting the Jesus tits out of here. (laughs) Uh, What you're hearing is the passive uh, message cantrip that I have built into my prosthesis. Ty, you are horny for pa- for message. Hey. 
You love that fucking spell, dude. Uh, uh, this is the symbol of uh, break. Hello, 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 hello. Let me finally into this voice. Hello. I have gone to know what you're flying into the voice. <laughs> oh, this is just a symbol of uh, Bregaton. Uh, what am I doing with this voice? What's... What's Bregaton? Hello. This is the symbol of... Uh, this is the symbol of Bregaton. Bre no, fuck. <laughs> okay. Hello. What's a, what's a Russian phrase? Vodka. Vodka. Hello, this is vodka. I would like some vodka. I am strong like a bear. Um, this is just the symbol in of... Soviet like, Russia. In Soviet Russia. Okay, uh, Jelly Bean's trying to steal my white claw. Ain't no laws when you're drinking a claw. <laughs> nice. He actually was. All right. Right <laughs> on, Kid Cat. I can't help but wonder if by the time it gets around to Roderick saying, <clears throat> wait, you're a person? You have thoughts and feelings and sentience? If like, you know, because I think, hold on, I'm trying to think. Um, we've addressed this in Alton's arc. Uh, Talbotton's arc. Um, oh, uh, I think the first one was Amar's arc. Yeah, the first person to actually address that. So, like, that's three different arcs where this is this revelation has happened. This has happened. So, I hope people aren't tired of it by the time Roderick gets around to it. Because, god damn it, he's earned this question. Yes, I, I personally, I hate it when shows yada yada over these revelations. Yeah, I, I really, really just. By the, by the way, my sound, my voice doesn't sound robotic, does it? Nope, sounds perfect. Perfect. Yeah, um, and I, I think it's also important because everyone has approached it differently in yes. a way. Like, and, and everybody yeah. everybody that has listened to Roderick's arc and then listened to the arcs where it was revealed uh, that, oh, the Skellies are like sentient in some way, has had this reaction of like, oh, fuck, what did Roderick do? And and so I feel like it would really be a slap in the face of yeah, all those people. And I, if we I, I, I was past worried that. for a second that I was going to skip it. So I think it's very important that Roderick realizing that him going around and crushing what he thought was skulls and ends up being the heads of honest blue collar workers trying to enjoy a nice cold beer at their favorite bar. That is deeply troubling yeah. to him and has caused that between that him losing probably one of the most important fights of his life. And in the, just the situation he finds himself in general is causing a major personality shift in him. And I hope I am doing a good job of showing that yeah. occurring. Um, so Ty loves the uh, spell message. So if you ever find yourself as a side character guest, then please find some way to cast message as much as possible. Just message people all the time. Um, or just direct message him uh, on Twitter. Find him on side character or at SCQ podcast on Twitter and just message him just nonstop. He fucking loves it. It's great. Um, yeah. 
How are you doing? It's been a while. God, I haven't been a side character guest since lore. That was so many arcs ago. Okay, it looks like Ty's back, so that's just between you and me, listener. And also Ty, because he does edit everything. Okay.